0: Hello from Geelong in Australia to you wherever you are in the world. My name's Kat and I work at the Institute of Positive Education at Geelong Grammar School. Today we're looking at self-regulation or self-control. This strength is grouped with other strengths of temperance which are about avoiding temptation or excess. Self-control is about maintaining balance. This doesn't mean avoiding something completely, denying ourselves an outlet or fun. It does, however, enable a balanced approach to things that might draw us away from our long-term goals. Sometimes this can be hard work. We know that self-control is a bit of a finite resource. You only get so much of it in every day. And if you use too much of it, you empty the bucket and all of a sudden the chocolate hidden in the back of the pantry is gone. Researchers think this might be about our brain choosing how and where to spend its limited energy. We know that things like glucose or sleep can restock your ability to be in charge of your actions and your emotions again. We also know that practicing using our self-control like working our muscles in the gym, can make our capacity for it stronger. Particularly for younger people, resisting temptation and controlling our urges for a quick win can sound pretty boring and not like a strength at all. And definitely a dominant media narrative is that people these days are all about self-indulgence. I don't know if that's necessarily fair or true, but let's run with it for a second. I wonder what life would feel like without self-control. Can you spend a moment imagining this? How would you feel? What would you spend your time doing? I bet for most people, thinking in this way actually demonstrates to us the intrinsic benefits of self-control and can help us see it as more of a strength. Self-control can help us reach our goals and see beyond the potential for instant gratification of the modern world. There are so many examples of self-control out there. Generally, people who have great success have got there because of years of discipline and effort. We're so consistently impressed when we hear about the hard yard someone has put in to get to the top. And this is of course really closely linked with the idea of grit. So self-control is a strength that we see a lot of in the world and is certainly respected and valued. Younger kids might benefit from talking about how good it feels to work towards something or do the harder thing that will be better in the long run. Games like Jenga or pick up sticks or even chess or guess who, where you need a longer term strategy They could be a great way of practising this in a fun way. Older kids could explore goal setting. Many schools ask students to set goals just as a matter of course, say at the start of a unit of work. And we know that these will be more effective if we can keep them in mind and can be really clear about how we're going to work towards them. Just saying, I'm going to study, it's nowhere near as effective as saying, I'm going to study at my desk from four o'clock and even better still is having a plan for when those spontaneous goals pop up, like checking a message or getting a snack. Keeping your goals in mind is also important, and figuring out what works for you is important. Some people like talking about them or journaling and making time for a reflection of how they're going. For really visual people, a bullet journal could be a great way to see self-control come to life. Another activity would be to think about someone who doesn't lose their temper or get flustered, who has a really balanced character, Could you interview them or identify the moments in which they're using the strength of self-control and see how it benefits them? And for kids and adults, you might like to think about the habits you have in your life. The routines which set you up to succeed even when your self-control is all dried up. A great example of this is brushing your teeth. You never really have to work to remember to fit this in or struggle against a desire not to do it because it's just part of your routine, a habit. Can you identify other habits you have and think about if they help or hinder your self-control? It's also interesting to think about our expectations of when it's okay to lose control. As a society, when do we consider this normal or understandable? And what strategies do you have in your family or community to help you with the recharge that we all need? Because self-control is a limited resource as well as a strength, When we're under significant stress, it can be hard to meet all our own expectations, those goals that we do set for ourselves. This is normal. Even more, anything that reminds us of our stress will reduce our ability to self-regulate. So let's say you're in a tough work environment or you're trying to support your kids in distance learning and not really allowed out of your house, it's likely that your capacity for self-control is going to be a little challenged. Or if you just can't quite see beyond the end of this week can't get out of your immediate situation, self-control is going to be hard. So be gentle on yourself. If self-control is a harder one to use than normal at the moment, spend your energy recognising it and appreciating this strength in others instead, and think about your strategies for recharging and topping up the tank. I hope these ideas about self-control have been helpful, maybe spark some inspiration for how we can support the people around us and ourselves with a focus on self-control as we go through the day. Remember to click through and look at the show notes, which have a summary of the activities we've mentioned here and links to other resources. Please do rate and review and share this podcast so others can find it too. And I look forward to talking to you again when we explore another strength of character, a tool we all have to support the good in the world.